Welcome to Dana Delivers by Aprio Podcast, the podcast that helps restaurant owners and operators learn from industry experts about trends and opportunities. On every episode, Dana Zukowski, the leader of Aprio's restaurant advisory team, explores a topic impacting our industry in a candid conversation. And now, let's hear what Dana is serving up on this episode. Welcome, everyone, to today's edition of Dana Delivers by Aprio. We're here again today with Spike Mendelson, and I'm really excited about his new venture into the digital world to learn about NFTs, how Spike is using them, and just kind of what he thinks about it. Welcome back, Spike. When we saw each other recently, we started talking about this new project you're working on also with these NFTs. And we might have to talk about this in a full-length episode, but I don't understand them. I think it's fantastic that everyone's doing it. Tell me a little bit about what you and Tom Colicchio have done together and what you're doing in this NFT world. Give me like a few minute rundown of it. Yeah, and then maybe hopefully I'll be able to clear at least a couple of things for right. you. Right, so, <laughs> please. So, uh, and I bet you you understand them more than you actually think you do at the moment because you know having a marketing or PR hat on when it comes to customer loyalty and your brand ambassadors, like the people that really support, you know, the Bobby Flays, for instance, like his his amazing fans, like his true hardcore fans. I think you'll find something really interesting and revealing about the technology of Web3. So when we talk about NFTs, we're actually talking about this new era of technology, right? Which is Web3. We live very much in a Web2 world right now, the internet, right? right? And a lot of the things that go on the internet, you don't really own the IP of too much of yourself there. Like if, if you're on Facebook, it's Facebook's platforms, Facebook's data. If you're on Instagram, it's Instagram's data, right? You don't really own any IP of of the anything. Stuff that you put, yeah, exactly. If or anything. And there's also a lot of middlemen in life that tax you, whether it's credit card fees or a title company, for instance, that just is holding this contract in between, you know, two parties, for instance, you know, there's ways that Web3 technology will introduce itself into everyday life, which we haven't figured out now, that will really revolutionize the way we win. So let's just put that aside for a second, right? Now, Tom Kalik, you and I, right, we saw an opportunity to we didn't 100% know exactly what we were getting into at the beginning, but okay, we, we were new. We we're both news junkies, and we were hearing about NFTs and and this and that. And you know, when we started to hear you know headlines where artists are able to sell a piece of art that they've created on this platform for a, a ton of money, but not only sell it on its first time sale that they're able to get residual sales based on this contract that they call a smart contract, right? That will last a lifetime, meaning that if this piece of art sells to somebody else, they always get another 10%, right? So if you look at artists back in the day, you're usually dead when when your art's worth anything and, and everybody else makes money off of what you created, right? So for artists, it was a very revolutionary way of kind of like, flipping the scales on that, right? And so those were the early adopters of NFTs, right? They're always the artists, right? The hippie, dippy, like, so I'd say like, that's kind of what attracted me first because I I consider ourselves culinary artists, right? Okay, so far I I gotcha. Yeah, and as chefs, we 
abuse our IP a lot or give it up for free a lot, meaning we will promote a food festival, like the food and wine festival, where we may get like our hotel room and, you know, a ticket, uh, but we don't really have revenue share. We don't have any votes on where the money is going that is raised for charity, right? And we lose a lot of IP there, right? It's not really putting seats in our restaurant, really, to be honest with you. So there's many, many different instances in life for chefs that we lose our IP, right? So for for when Web3 came into play, I thought there was a really interesting proposition to beta test what a product, like a food and beverage product, would look like in the Web3 world, right? Okay. And, and the reason I thought that was important was, I'll give you an example. When a pandemic hit, restaurants were fighting tooth and nail to find their consumers at home because they weren't coming into their restaurants anymore, right? But Dana, who benefited the most from that? The third-party delivery services. Exactly, right? We lived in a very We didn't even practice, and I got the answer. Right, yes, exactly. (laughs) So a Web2 world, a third-party delivery that isn't putting blood, sweat, and tears or ordering your food looking after your inventory, cooking the food, packaging it, and delivering it. They were coming in and scooping up 30% on average. Maybe if you're lucky, you negotiated it down right. of our, you know, our work, right? So that, to me, blew my mind, right? I was like, wow, like we are so not prepared for you know, what, what was to come. So what my business did plant burger for instance we developed an app and we started trying to figure out how to you know pull away people that from uber eats to our own app to just directly use our app so we can reconsume the 30 percent but what if in the next world of the internet there's an opportunity to get ahead of those things right so okay yeah so web3 is interesting because it's all based on a contract that's peer-to-peer and all the contracts are out there. It's transparent. It's on the web. You can see exactly what this sold for, what the contract was made up for. So it introduces a new way to do business. So if I buy my NFT from Chef D, right, which is your company, is that how to pronounce it? Yeah, well, I was given the background. We'll get oh, sorry. it right now. So okay. basically, Tom and I decided to launch Okay. Thousand NFTs basically, and they were called Shefty. And this NFT is called the PFP project, meaning there's all sorts of different styles of NFTs. This one is based on a character that looks like a pizza, and there's 3,000 different iterations of that pizza, meaning there's a number one and there's a number 3,000. And every single one of those pictures is a pizza, but they all look different and they all are ranked on a different rarity, meaning Number one is the most rare. Number 3,000 is the least rare based on if it's wearing a sunglasses or has pineapple on it or different pieces of art, right? Okay. This is okay. just so fascinating. Okay. So so basically, you have 3,000 NFTs. Let's call them tickets. Okay. I got okay. it. Much right? easier for me to understand. Let's call them tickets. People buy these and they'll buy multiple, A, because... All 3,000 of these will unlock utility, meaning if I own one of these, I'm able to have a cooking class with Tom Colicchio and Spike once a month. If I buy one of these, I'm allowed to come to 
the six different events that they put on throughout the year in different parts of the country. And I get like VIP access to it, right? If I own one of these, I'm part of social platform that is closed doors, meaning only the people that are in that own this NFT can talk about food and communicate together and send each other recipes, send each other pictures of food. Uh, we can chat about the best restaurants in New York City. Mm -hmm. We can, you know, we can actually talk to Tom every once in a while on these platforms. So it's an. So Spike, let me ask you a question. Yeah. So and I think so. I I get this part of it, and so a lot of people, like you said, they're using it to gain whether a fan base or a group of people who are interested in whatever this one universal topic is. Yes. That this group want. So it's kind of to your point earlier. It really is like a marketing or it could be someone buying into a loyalty program in some cases, which is kind of cool because right now we're giving loyalty programs and we're usually as restaurant operators giving people stuff for the loyalty. This is having them buy into the program as well. My question, though, is if you don't know who's buying them necessarily because it's happening in the metaverse universe, how do you contact these people so that they know Oh, when the cooking classes you absolutely know exactly who's buying them because so every nft project has a discord that's part of it meaning do you know what discord is it's like a no. reddit reddit okay like, yes now it's like okay. reddit it's like reddit and twitter together right okay when you buy this nft you're a part of this discord and this discord has all sorts of different channels dana right and yes by the way, i got it it's funny. Wait, I feel like the light bulb's going off a little bit. Yeah, it's funny that you said loyalty because we'll get back to that. Okay. But so when we open up the channels, there's a conversation and it's called Pizza Chat. And that's basically where everybody goes just to get all the, the updates that are happening every day. Like what we're doing, like what's the news. Then there's like there's a channel in the Discord that's the pineapple debate, whether pineapple should belong on pizza or not. And there's like thousands and thousands of text messages with pineapple memes or people weighing in if pineapple belongs on pizza or not right and it's our community so it's like goes viral then there's like somebody suggests in the group right out of the membership hey can you open up a new york city channel because we want to be able to micro communicate this community that lives in new york and like do meetups so, so then you could open that because you're the boss of the program yeah so we open that channel so we have from new york to san francisco to hong kong to london to amsterdam to uh texas i mean to austin to you know we have all these different channels opened up and you know there's all these different sub chats happening in our channels about food we have a channel that's solely dedicated to post your food and that's one of my favorite ones because everyone cooks their food at home and posts a picture of it. Right? And then now all of a sudden everyone comments on it and says, oh, my God, that looks great. Like, what's the recipe? And then that person will do, you know, send them a recipe. Right. There is the bar channel where people post the drinks they make or the drinks they're drinking. There oh, it's, the so it's very fun. So it's you. It's like you're buying into a club a little bit, but you can resell it, your membership. It, you can resell your membership, which is the genius part about what an nft brings to the table not only okay. are you part of a community but it's an asset so when you are partaking in the community you're growing your asset right because that's the two-prong approach like if no one in the community is talking about their assets and the opportunities and partaking 
then the asset isn't driving the price up high, right? The resale value of it. So, and, and by the way, like that doesn't really play too much because what we found out is a lot of NFTs people buy up to resell to make a transaction. The people that have bought our NFTs, out of the 3,000, there's maybe been less than 100 that ever went up for sale. And it says so much about the product that we're giving, right? Uh, because, you know, for instance, we had like in real life events, right? And we had two or three of them. We had one here in DC at the food fight. We had one in New York at Villada Tom's restaurant. And we were able to like meet our community and like actually interface with them for a couple hours over drinks. So it's like if, We'll just use Bobby Flay for a second. Say, Dana, Bobby Flay has a million followers, you know, on Instagram. He's so famous. But out of that, out of all those people, who are the 10,000 most loyal Bobby Flay members? What can we give them? The ones that buy his cookbook, go to his restaurant, show uh-huh. up for his food shows. Right. Show give, him up- a little, give them a little bit extra. Yeah, like, so let's put out 10 NFTs that are Bobby Flay driven. And the most loyal Bobby Flay fans will buy this and they will have special access and certain things that are awesome and also be driving this asset, this membership of like super fans of Bobby Flay, right? Make a long story short, right? Well, to sum this up, we launched 3,000 NFTs. We sold out. We generated $100,000. We have $300,000 so far on secondary sales. So this thing's basically at a million, right? You can do all sorts of good. So one of the things that we did as part of our NFT is we gave a certain percentage to the Big Green DAO, which was Kimball Musk's NFT. And his project is about inspiring home gardens and really democratizing the way fundraising goes, right? So so immediately when we sold our NFT, because it's written in the contract, that money gets distributed right away to his foundation like while someone's clicking and you know approving the transaction that crypto is getting dispersed to all these different accounts right away right so it also nfts introduce a very amazing opportunity to do fundraising differently and to be distribute the funds to where they need to go you know very quickly so it's just like it's a very interesting you know technology but again we we did a beta test and and what i love the most about the beta test is that we really you know saw something that was amazing that was happening our in our discord meaning the communication of people just sharing food recipes and pictures so you know i can't really announce it and next Dana, but I will send you the deck so you can just personally see it. I can't wait. Uh, But, you know, when you talk about loyalty, because you said it, there is a massive opportunity in Web3 and food and beverage to reinvent the way people earn loyalty in restaurants. Uh And And again, that's where we're seeing it with a lot of our clients the most is trying to figure out how to use the NFT to create loyalty and brand involvement similar to the stuff you're saying. Yeah. And and we have that answer for restaurants and chefs and, and brands. We we have that answer for them, actually. And we'll be announcing it soon, very soon. And like I said, it, it's it really opens up the door to rethink the restaurant industry because the facts are here, right, Dana? Like we yeah. lost an enormous amount of customers due to the pandemic. And 
based on my percentages, personally on my restaurants, they're not all coming back and they're never all going to come back. And as the world is shifting and it's becoming, you know, more technology and, and more delivery and, you know, metaverses all of a sudden are, are, you know, you can order McDonald's in the metaverse one day and get it at your doorstep, right? As the world is moving fast in this direction, we as restaurateurs and chefs need to adapt and like look at different verticals of our businesses. We can't just look at a restaurant as a restaurant. We have to look at it as a restaurant and a source of income and how can we drive different income into that right. that place and how, how many different ways can we do right. it right how many revenue channels can how be? many revenue channels can you do and that's where the business is going so but web3 really allows you to really personalize it hopefully and capture it before it's too late well so. i i love it i love my education i love that you did donations to the big green dow because I am one of the original people who invested with Square Roots, so I love what Kimball is doing. Yeah. And I think just that whole brand is fantastic. So, Spike, I love speaking to you. I love yeah. learning more about NFTs. I can't wait to hear what's next. This isn't going to go out for another few weeks, so if you're launching a new product and you need us to redo, put this out there when you launch it, you'll let us know. Yeah. And that's it, and I can't wait to see you next time you're in New York. All right. Awesome, Dana. Love it. Thank, Thank you. you so much. And we'll speak soon. Okay. Thank Bye. you. Thank you to all of our listeners to the Dana Delivers by Apio podcast. If you like today's podcast, please hit the subscribe button. Dana Delivers brought to you by Aprio, a premier accounting and business advisory firm with offices across the U.S. and clients around the globe.